The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. I'm sorry. Every time I see that, I really believe there's such an anointing on that. And it is a powerful message coming from those kids. Matt Trujillo did just such a great job. Uh, putting that together, him and his team up there. Anyway, <laughs> get a little choked up on that. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning. We're waiting on Kate and uh, Lee to join us live from the UK there at Winston Churchill's house. Now, they've run into some bad weather. She said it slowed her down a little bit, so she's going to be a little bit late getting in, but I've got some stuff here that I want to hit anyway. So here's the thing. If you want to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you... Excuse me. If you are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, 
head over to sonslibertymedia.com and scroll down on the right side of the page and you'll see that we are streaming live second video down. And then write a button. You can click on that and enlarge it. You can see the face is made for radio. By the way, if you guys are seeing I've got some stubble, okay, I'll, I'll explain that in just a minute. I'll explain what I'm doing there. <laughs> you can enlarge that. You can see the face is made for radio. Click on the platform and join us in the chat. Lots of friends, my favorite people of the morning to see, besides my family, um, in the morning in the chat room. Good morning to all you guys. And uh, Suzanne, special thank you for yesterday showing up on the show. In fact, if you want to hear... Uh, Suzanne on the show yesterday. You can do that. Normally, Bradley's in the space at, above where we're streaming now, and uh, our show with Suzanne kind of piggybacked on our show with Dr. Jane Ruby yesterday, which was fabulous. I, she has probably one of the best sounds that I've had from anybody I've interviewed. Whoever set her stuff up, it was great, and the information was second to none there. Um, and we piggybacked off of that because Suzanne had written some written an article that was dealing exactly with a lot of what uh, Dr. Jane was talking about. So if you missed that show, you can click on it now. 3 p.m. Bradley joins us from Wisconsin uh, live for two hours. So he'll be there. We're still working. I still don't have anything back yet from anybody letting me know whether we're going to stream his talk from the Constitution Party or not. I think one way or the other, we're going to get that. But uh, I talked with Matt Trujillo last night. I, st I still haven't heard back from him. Uh, I may can push Sam to <laughs> to film it, and uh, we pick it up there. But I do think somebody's going to be live streaming it, and we can piggyback off of that. So if that happens, that will be sometime after four. Uh, excuse me, five p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so be looking for that. It may pop up in your feed, whatever platform you're watching us on. Now. <clears throat> We also have a donate button. If you agree with our message and you would like to support us, there's a donate button there. We have needs. It costs money to do all the stuff that we do, and we're not, you know, we're not for profit, so to speak. Uh, we we take care of our families. We're not living extravagantly or anything like that. But uh, but it does cost money to do the um, the radio. It costs money to do the internet page that we've got, and it costs money to do all of the traveling that Bradley and his family are doing. And trust me. They're in it driving now. They're not going to pretend with the people wearing masks. So they are driving, and we're talking literally 10,000 miles. Well, let me change that. I think he said 2,500 miles out to California, 2,500 miles back, somewhere around in there towards Wisconsin. Um, so it's a lot of driving. It's very physically tiring. Any of you who have driven more than four hours know how that is. And they're driving like 16 hours a day, all right, day after day. So um, if you'd like to support us in that, there's a donate button. You can support us as a son or daughter of Liberty monthly. That link is there. And then our store is available. As I've mentioned to you, we've got the Rebellions to Tyrants t-shirts. Uh, you guys asked for this. And they're in our store now. You can pick those up. Bradley, I talked with him yesterday. They're going like hotcakes. Um, I'm going to get me at least one. <laughs> My shirts are practically uh, rotting. The stitching is coming out, but that's just when they get to feel good, you know. So uh, I'll still wear them even though they're tearing up. I just, I don't want you guys to see me with holy shirts. <laughs> and this week we've got the, uh, the Republic was not established by cowards and cowards will not preserve it. This is the famous message by Elmer Davis. And we got this in a variety of colors, 10 colors. And if you use the promo code, Republic 10, that's the number 10, Republic 10 at checkout when you get these shirts only. Okay, you can get as many as you want, you get 10% off. 
Okay, the 10% off doesn't apply to anything else but these shirts, but you can pick those up in our store at sonsoflibertymedia.com, right top of the page, hit the store button, and uh, if you if you don't go there, it's thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com, and when you go there, you can uh, you can get these shirts, and I'm sure you're going to love it. They'll make great gifts, too, if you want to give them away to somebody. Now, let me tell you this. The reason for the stubble growing is... <clears throat> I talked with my friend Bill, and so he said, you know, you say you got the face made for radio. He says, you're not an awful-looking guy, but uh, he said he really liked my beard when I grew it out. And I grew it out down about my stomach before, and it grows thick and heavy. So I thought what I'd do is I'm going to take a snapshot every morning as it grows, put that together in a little video montage. But I, I really do want to—I think God made men to grow beards. I, I just really do. You put the hair on our face for a reason, and my face needs a break sometimes <laughs> uh, from all the shaving. So that's what's going on. I'm not homeless. I'm not uh, a wino or anything like that. I just want to grow. I'm going to grow it out. So that's what's going on. All right. <clears throat> there is um, a couple of things. We're going to be talking about what you put in your suitcase when you travel for good health. And we're also probably going to get some history here. Uh, once Kate gets to where she's going there at Winston Churchill's house. And we're hoping that's going to be very soon. But one of the things that I wanted to bring to your attention, this seemed to be a big story. And sometimes I don't, I don't know some of these people that are supposed to be famous. I, I just don't know them. Um, but there was a, a, a young lady. <clears throat> she is, her name is Ayesha K. Faines. I, I just, I'm not that familiar with her. She was 35 years old. She was an influencer and a journalist. Um, she was on several things. And I, again, I don't watch any of this stuff, so I don't know. Uh, but I was trying to find specifically stuff like MTV and let's see, My 9 TV Fox. She was a reporter for them, a columnist for Zora Magazine. Essence, Entertainment Tonight, Insider, Hot 97, Afropunk, and the Michael Baisden Radio Show. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I don't know any of uh, any of these outlets or any of that stuff like that. But this young lady, the the interesting thing was, I got up and it was in the newsfeed. So I have different browsers to open different things, like stuff that has you know I've set in here for Sons of Liberty that had the password that's on there the ones that have my own personal stuff are on there and then we have stuff set up for Rumble and stuff that save a password for that and I have different ones for all those things so this one comes through Microsoft Edge and I hate using Microsoft Edge but I just use it for one or two little things and they have a news feed that come up so it had this lady has um has died she's 35 years old and immediately what are you thinking Yep, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking, right? So, and I'm going to tell you what that is if you didn't catch on. But I went to the story, and it it had basically one paragraph that said she had died. And then as a result of that, she um, it, it went on to talk about all the stuff she had done, all the things she had been involved in. And then when it came down uh, to... Telling, well, how she died. I mean, this is a 35-year-old woman. People want to know. They say, nobody knows. It's mysterious. Nobody knows what's happened. No, we know what's happened. We know what's happened. And you know, and, and I looked at several stories to see if anybody covered it. Nobody, nobody covered it. All right? 
But let me show you. I'm not going to play the video. You can check it out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Let me show you. Good to know. I didn't get a sticker, but I also didn't share my card. Keep the cards off the ground. Just know that I'm melanated and vaccinated. This was at the end of March. And here we are in June, and she is dead. 35 years old. She should have known better. Her friends uh, also backed that up and said that uh, you know she had taken this experimental shot, and now she's dead. And you know what? Not one Mockingbird corporate-owned media outlet said she had gotten the whatever shot she got at the end of, of uh, March. Not one of them. Just so you know, we preserve that in the article because you know as well as I do, and we talked with Dr. Jane yesterday, the zombie effect is in effect for corrupt politicians, lying media, uh, big pharma pimps, and those who constantly are getting all their information off the television from, from from the Mockingbird media. These things are safe and effective. Doesn't We could kill a million people. They're still safe and effective. We could injure millions more. We could kill off three billion people off the planet. They're safe and effective. Right? There's no threshold that, that governments or even unconstitutional authorities that are supposed to have oversight on this. Yeah, doctors too. Thank you for that. Who are going to step in and say, enough is enough. We got a bunch of dead people. We got injured people like never before, never before. In 30 years of quote-unquote vaccinations, and this isn't a vaccine, we've got this kind of thing. Now, with that said, um, Kate is joining us and want to see if we can uh, bring her on here. And uh, we've got really low bandwidth. (laughs) Good morning, Kate. Can you hear us? I think we're trying to pick her up there. And, um, whoop, she dropped off <laughs> right as I, right as I was going to bring her on. Okay. So we'll see what she's got. I thought we were going to have a uh, good internet there at Winston Churchill's house. That's what they said. I mean, they've been putting in 5g, right? That's supposed to be upping your bandwidth. It's supposed to be faster, more reliable, blah, 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 blah. And yet when we connect with Kate, you guys have seen it on almost every occasion. <laughs> the internet is really struggling over there. So I'm I'm tending to really side with uh, Mark Steele on this, that this thing is nothing more than a, a weapon that's used. Yeah, they might be transmitting some things. I'm not doubting that. But, uh, boy, we, we've really got a problem there. One of the things, though, is that she's going to be coming from Winston Churchill's house. Now, if you guys missed us last week, she was coming from a castle uh, over there in England. And so that was, that was really interesting. We got some history off of that. I'm hoping we're going to get some uh, history here and um uh i'm going to probably have to send her a message uh and again this is uh (laughs) live radio but uh we'll see if we get her back in uh here in just a moment but anyway it's interesting to me that 5g has been rolled out for what close to a year and I, you know, they're not, she's not seeing any improvement and she's basically having it out. They're putting it outside her house and nothing. So who knows what's going on there? But I did, I did think this, this story by Aisha Faines was a pretty important one 
because here again, you've got somebody in the media spotlight in, in whatever capacity she was in, and they don't even do the simple research, or if they've done it, they're, they're purposely leaving it out in order to let the narrative go forward. I mean, people die, right? Okay, there, there was this, uh, there was this, this film, and it, the guy, you know, talked about um, cutting off the loose ends in a conspiracy, and he says, "I'm going to go talk to this uh, policeman who, you know, shot allegedly shot the alleged bad guy," and the lady tells him, "Well, you can't talk to him because he's dead." And he goes, well, this is how you wrap up a conspiracy. And she goes, people die all the time. And he goes, yeah, but not that fast they don't. The same thing is true here with, this, with these COVID injections. People don't die at 35 just out of nowhere usually. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't people who do it, but they usually don't just fall over dead normally. That's just not the way it is. Or 20s. We've had some 20s. Or teens. Or children. Even in their 40s and 50s, you know, you, you hear about some stories that people have heart attacks, they have a cancer, they have these things. But normal, healthy people usually are not seen in that capacity. And so that's why I wanted to bring it to you, because I think we need to start checking that out. Many of you do that. Many of you send me a lot of stories that uh, the media has left out certain things or they have twisted certain things in the process of their reporting. And uh, so I appreciate you guys doing that. Now, Kate is trying to join us again. I still don't have any video. I don't have any microphone. And uh, that's going to be kind of tough to get with. Now, let me see if I've got something else here. Because what I want to do is jump back over into the front. Now, you guys have heard this door-to-door stuff that's going on. Okay? that they're talking about coming to your door. And so people have asked me, when are you going to talk about door-to-door? Well, I'll talk about it while Kate's trying to uh, to connect here. And she's showing there, but no microphone, no video. So we're going to see what happens. What authority, by what authority, let's, let's walk it down the road here, okay? Let's take it step by step. By what authority, whether biblical or constitutional, does the central government have to be knocking on your door, checking your vaccination status? Article, section, and clause. What do they have? Where do they get authority to do that? Let's go back another step. What authority, by what authority in the Constitution, article, section, and clause, did Congress have any authority to legislate the American people's money going to big pharma companies to produce a deadly poison to put into the people that they produce for, the American people. They don't have any authority. Okay? By what authority did President Trump have to give to take that money and give it to them to produce this poison? And then to call up the military, this is not their place, they're to be used in defense. Call up the military to deliver this injection. On top of that, to get the military to actually go and help out by jabbing people with the needle. Where's that authority at in the Constitution? 
It's not there. It's not there. And you know, I see, I see conservatives who should know better. And what they do is now they're trying to justify Trump's push of the, of the, of the injection. They're trying to justify it. Now, I don't know what's going on here, okay? But they're trying to do that, and it's really problematic. So with that said, they're having a real uh, difficult time in, push, in presenting that. Now we're to the point where they're coming door to door, and we talked about this uh, before from Amos, because we have not dealt with um, the issue of their crimes. Now it gets opened up, and they're going to bring it to our front door. They're going to check if you're vaccinated or not. I saw a report out the other day. I think there was five or six spots from Texas to Georgia or Alabama. I'm not sure. It was right on the Georgia line, so I'm thinking it's Alabama, that are large populations that have not been vaccinated that they're targeting, and apparently military was going to be used in that. So with that said, I want you to keep in mind, you have the right to be secure in your home. That's part of the Fourth Amendment. You want Constitution? That's the Fourth Amendment. You have the right to be secure in your home. And should they come knock on your door and say, Mr. Brown, we would like to know uh, if you've been vaccinated or not people. But I'm going to say it's none of your business. You've got five seconds to turn around and get out of here or you're going to be you're going to be trespassing. In fact, you're trespassing now under the law because you're you're coming unsolicited. OK, now, frankly, I don't I don't like that. I think people ought to be able to come, you know, if they want to come and knock on your door and ask you something, you know, some people get in trouble. Um, they, they have a flat tire or whatever. People have knocked on our door at night in the daytime or whatever. I don't really have a problem with that. You can politely say, I'm not interested. You know, if it's a salesperson, or whatever you can do, those kinds of things, but this kind of thing coming from the government, they have no authority to do it. And so you want my take on it. You have the rights. They don't. The constitution binds them. It doesn't bind you. That the home is your jurisdiction. If you don't believe that, look at Deuteronomy chapter six again. Point back to that constantly, constantly, constantly. When you look at even some of the laws that were carried out against certain things, it always went back to the father or the husband, and they would determine whether or not they were going to make it a criminal matter rather than just deal with it in the home and bring discipline. Okay, the home is a jurisdiction all to itself, and it is not to be uh, usurped by the federal government. Now, with that said, Kate's on the line. The video is a little sketchy here. I'm going to see if we can bring her up. Kate, are you there? I'm absolutely here. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you. Your video's froze up. The bandwidth's really low, though. I know. I've just been told there's not good Wi-Fi. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'll do an intro, and then I'm going to leg it down to Churchill's house. Okay. Uh, I was just lis- listening to what you were saying. Um, we're, we're listening to all that's going on in America and Biden saying they're going to send uh, the military door to door um, for this unlicensed, untested, uninsured injection. And coming up the rear, we have more and more and more evidence that it's extremely dangerous, that it has the graphene oxide in it. And um, it's it's almost like uh, they're trying to get it in as quickly as possible before the whole thing literally implodes where they're lying about everything and the deaths in this country are mounting. Um, but look, you know, I've, I've been looking into, I'm here at Winston Churchill's house, Chartwells. Uh, can you still hear me, Tim? Yes, I can hear you. It's a little sketchy, yep. though. There's a little bit of uh, like static on your voice there just a little bit. 
Uh, so we're at Chartwells and Winston, Winston Churchill's house and the whole history, I was looking into it. And this is just the same old, it's the same old story. This was a man who was born, um, his lineage goes back, you know, the Duke of Marlborough. Um, he went to the same schools, you know, he went to, um, we have a couple of schools here that are the ones that everyone that, that goes into government goes to, Eton being one of them, and, and the school that Winston Churchill went to. And then he failed miserably at school. And so he tried several times to get into Sandhurst and he did, and he wanted a military career. And then he served a very short time in the First World War, um, but then wanted to prove himself a hero. So off he went to Africa. And there's this story, which I don't believe at all. I just don't believe it. It's like all of the things that we see over and over and over again are just false flag, false flag, false flag, and building up these heroes, giving them all this story. And he was apparently uh, ca- uh, led some soldiers on a train. Then they all had to escape. Then he was imprisoned. Then he decided he would go on the run. And the one house he knocked on the door in Africa happened to be an Englishman. And then he was suddenly a big hero and he came back and that was him sorted and he went into government. And then the rest is history. But um, I was here with my children years ago and Hitler apparently visited here, but those uh, visitor days are missing out the book and also um, much as he was you know we'll fight them in the skies we'll fight them on the beaches we'll fight them in the streets we've all heard that and Winston Churchill himself said he would be remembered as a hero because he will write history he will write it so but actually if you look through and I better <laughs> hope no one's well I'm sure they're listening I don't really care but he um, was responsible for concentration camps he was an imperialist he was an absolute warmonger um, he, these concentration camps did terrible atrocities on people. Um, and he actually said when about the, the, I think it was the Native Americans and the Africans that were slaughtered and taken over, um, that if people were taken over, then that should be it because they were taken over by the stronger power, if you like. And, and he was very much into the, uh, the Aryan race. So this is, it's just the same old, same old story over and over again. So here we are, Chartwells, and he was known to, you know, known to suffer from um, depression, and he called it the black dog, and he was uh, an excellent artist. I, I've seen it. I'm going to actually leg it down there in a minute when I've done this intro so I can show you the house. But they should have good Wi-Fi around the house. But this is a man, and the whole of history, the real history, it's all a lie. What I was taught at school, this man that was a big hero, and he wasn't at all. Um, he, and his whole, the way he was, you know, his parents left him. He went to boarding school where he was beaten and then on to um, the actual schools, which are for all these world leaders. It's like they're bred and conditioned to be in this position that they're in. And this... This, I mean, Charles itself is beautiful, has gardens, it has its own vegetable gardens. He had a wife, he had children. But the whole history is not the real history, and it's not the history that we were taught. This was an, a warmonger who was imperialist, who it was very much on the class system, very much that, and saw people as beneath him. And if they, they were um, subdued, then so be it. They weren't ever meant to be in power because... They were above us. So um, 
I'm kind okay. of disgusted being here, really. Okay, let me let me ask you something. You, you mentioned that you're saying Churchill set up some some concentration camps and things of that nature. I'm sure that's new news to some people here. Can you tell us a little bit about what went on in, with with all of that? Oh, I think she's dropped off. Yep, the bandwidth is just not. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang. Your your bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, the bandwidth. Mm. The bandwidth is really bad. We've got to get you a, a better connection because it's just not holding together right now. Can you hear me now? Uh, barely. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yep. I, I'll actually move to a different area. Okay. I, I'm going to move in a minute. But these these camps were known for doing extreme torture. Um, and ultimately, he'd set them up. So extreme torture and murder of prisoners. And you hear me, Tim? Yeah, it's real. It's real sketchy, to be honest. Let's let's go. Okay. All right. Let We're... me move. Let me move locations, and I'll okay. come back to you. Give me five minutes. Sure, that's fine. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you, but you're you're really sketchy. Yeah, you're really sketchy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I can see you now as well. I was just going to say when he was in when he was in government, he was when he can you. Yeah, we're we're kind of losing you. Okay, all right. Sorry about this, folks. I mean, this right here is a testimony, though, to the whole 5G nonsense that we're hearing. Uh, Kate has told us that throughout her time of, you know, since, since she spoke about 5G and was let go from the radio station and came on with us, she's been speaking about this 5G stuff being rolled out while everybody else was locked down. She's spoken about the effects and all of this stuff. And look, she's at Winston Churchill's house, the you know, open to the public. Last week we were, she was at the uh, the castle. You you can't even get good Wi-Fi there. So it does tend to make you wonder exactly what Mark Steele said before. This is not about communications per se. This is a weapon that's being used and you know, these things aren't turned up as much as they can be, but they've got a lot of power that's going to them. We had our friend, Chris, I think Chris is up in Pennsylvania or New York. I forget, but we had our friend, Chris send us photos of him doing the EMF readings on the systems that weren't even live and they were off the charts. And so, yeah, keep that in mind as you're watching this, our interviews with Kate, I mean, there should be, a decent Wi-Fi where we can at least get this signal across, and for whatever reason, it's it's holding up. Kate, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, but it's it's there's this crackling on your voice, and I don't know why that is. I wonder if it's my. Uh, okay, that's better. Tr- no, that's better oh, right there. It? Maybe it was my earphones. Okay. So you know, Dan, this this is the most spectacular gardens. Um, beautiful. They have have their own freshwater lake. Um, they have their own on, um, freshwater lake and gardens. I, it's a pity you can't see this because it really is incredibly beautiful. Um, and this is now owned by the National Trust. It's been signed over. And all these people are visiting it, visiting, you know, the hero from the Second World War, who actually wasn't a hero at all, really. Um, and you know what's interesting that he had? This is interesting for me. Um he loved, had all these animals here, but he actually had black swans. And we know the, the significance of black swans. Um, 
they they have them at Althorpe Abbey. They've put the black swans there, and Diana uh, was allegedly buried there. But the black swans are significant in Satanism. And so he had black swans here. So, so I found that deeply disturbing. Um, so <laughs> the whole the whole thing, the whole history of it. You know, I, like I say, I've come here with my children and done the whole garbage history. But when you actually, and you don't need to dig very deep. You can go uh, to um, just Google and find it. Uh, it's a pity you can't see because we're at a we're at a little pond and there's a chair at the back, which is where he apparently used to go and sit when he suffered from deep depression. Actually, if I was responsible for half the stuff he was responsible for, I'd suffer from deep depression Amen. as well. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, this is, this is the whole history of this. It's just not what you dig into. So going back to those concentration camps, they did horrific torture, unnecessary torture, you know, rape with bayonets of both men and women. And um, the murder. And this is kind of glossed over. And it was ultimately his name that had set them up. And also, uh, when he, he had a catastrophic fail when he was in government, which led to over 45,000 uh, Allied troops dying, plus uh, lots of Turkish as well. But he's back in power. But this is what happens with these. They are globalists. It's all the same thing. It's all the same families. It's all the same false flags. It's all the same satanic worship. It's all the same. As you go through, they're just, it's the same thing now. They're just using different weapons. They're just using, they're just using this injection now to do the same thing. Remember when he was apparently, you know, a soldier in the First World War, he didn't serve for very long. But that First World War, most of those soldiers died. Four out of five of the ones in Kansas died, and then all the ones here, of the injection that they were given. And then, then we had Spanish flu straight after that, um, which was um, every man, woman, and child was told that it was their patriotic duty to have this injection to stop them from getting uh, infection passed on by the troops when they came home from Does the First World War. Does that sound familiar to anybody? <laughs> so, so, and so what happened was when these, pa- that when these people then were so sick, and they were coming out of war where they'd eaten a lot of tinned foods, which destroys zinc. You need zinc for the mast cells in the lungs. So when these people did get sick, they went into the sanitariums, the hospitals, where they were given, I've said it before, 1,400 milligrams every hour for 12 hours of a new drug that was unlicensed, owned by Bayer, and that was aspirin. And these people died of wet lungs which is what you would, you know, all the symptoms, they died of aspirin overdose. And it was the masks that were buried by the unmasked, because yet again, they were told to wear the masks. So, you know, all of this is just the same. They don't even change the script. They don't change the script. They just become more specialized in the way they deliver it. And, and I'm quite sickened today. Actually, I'm here with my beau. He's just behind me. There's Lee. <laughs> hey Smiling. Lee, I got yes, I got to meet Lee last week. Tell Lee to come over and say hello to the to the audience here. Good morning, Lee. Good he to see you, man. He can't hear because I've got I've got earphones in. He's saying good morning to you. Oh, <laughs> it to just see you. it just drove me here. Um, <laughs> so you know, I poor man, he's still with me. I don't know why the amount of moaning I do. I've just driven. You know, I've just driven here. I don't know whether you can you. I don't know whether you can see it. Must have. Can you see the the house behind me? Yeah, we, yeah, we can see it now. You're actually getting some video. It's a little choppy, but we can see that there. 
so um you know this is a beautiful it's a beautiful house and then uh he has vegetable gardens that are are served by a, it's fresh water in the pond and they used to have so much and there's orchards as well that they actually would supply the um surrounding village this is a really um beautiful area i live in east sussex and this is really you've got the weald of kent it's the most spectacular view and these are this is a really affluent area these are really expensive houses in the south of england uh compared with when you go up north the northerners would say you'd want to live down there in that place it's too much money but um, <laughs> that's but I'm just going to try and show you one of the views over my shoulder here. It's a little bit drizzly. But this is the most spectacular grounds. Can you see this? Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, very green. And uh, what's these What's these purple flowers here? Uh, some of these are, these behind me are lavender. I'm okay. not sure what those are. Okay. All right. <laughs> but um, it, it is the most beautiful, um, beautiful house. And uh, there's a there's nuttery, there's orchards, and um, they're all very beautifully maintained as well. But like I say, I want you know the people that are coming here today are all coming here thinking, oh, this is, and they they have another house further down, which is where his art gallery, uh, his art studio is. He did beautiful art, but um, he suffered, like I say, with depression that he called the black dog. I don't even know how the man slept at night. Um, but he was a grand lover of scotch, apparently. Yep. And that was one of the things, one of the things when he went to Africa, he took loads of bottles of scotch and he went as a correspondent and he wanted to make himself a hero. He wanted to be known as a hero. And that was where he was, like I've already said, further up the road. You know, he was suddenly um, on a train that was attacked. He led the soldiers off it. Then they all got imprisoned. Then he escaped I just don't believe that baloney. I really yeah. don't. I, I think when you get to this stage and all the false flags and everything else, you just think they need to come up with something new for at least. Well, um, and if but, he's if he's controlled if he's controlled by the drink, if he's made the drink an idol, uh, if he's become a drunkard, then he's easily controlled himself by others. So that's that. I think this is some good history that that people need to know that they probably have never heard about Winston Churchill, some of these things that you're saying, because I've, I've heard so many people, they just, they praise him, and uh, they need to understand the people that write the history are the winners. And, and the fact that he said, yep. I, you know, I'll be remembered, his exact words, I, I don't know, I mean, look at this house, it's spectacular. Isn't that the most yeah, beautiful house? It really is gorgeous. It is, and, uh, and his studio is really is amazing and a lot of heads of state would have visited here but when you consider that he actually said he would be remembered favorably in history because he would write it um and you know who his who his lineage was it's all the same gangsters all the way through and um and now they're telling us the people that we've got to have this depopulation shot with graphene oxide in it um, while they whack up this 5G system. Now, um, you can't go to Canada unless you've had two. In the UK, we're now being told we need a th everyone over 50 needs a booster and they're going to possibly put it together with a flu injection. You, you know, these pathogen prime you. The booster isn't tested. This is madness. It's literally oh, it is. off the scale. I, 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 I can't comprehend. Uh, and... Over behind me here, there's some um, uh, 
lovely vintage people. I don't like elderly. I think that sounds quite rude. I like the term vintage. Mature. Um, and and they're, they're having a picnic. And there's a little man on a relator, you know, heading around. Mm-hmm. Getting some speed, getting some speed up, and uh, and I wonder whether these <laughs> he's lucky he's got to that age. You know, I look at my children now, and and I think, my word, you know, will my children actually get to to go on and have families of their own, right? Or are they about to be slaughtered? You know, that gentleman there and these oldies having a picnic, they're lucky. They are lucky. You know, I said to my mother, who's in her seventies, she was born at the end of a war, and she. She's had a great time, and now uh, you can see the house behind me now. It really yep. is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Look at this. Well, Kate, let's 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 let me interject here for just a moment um, because the show we, we're talking. I said we're going to get history and health. I guess for the next couple of weeks, because you said you're just going to travel around to different places, show us a little bit of England. <laughs> and, and check uh, the Wi-Fi first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check the Wi-Fi first. But there's a couple of things going on. One is we're going to be talking about uh, in this, we got about 15 minutes, so I want to get some of this in for the radio audience. And that is we're going to be talking about what's in your suitcase. What do you take when you travel? Now, I know you've promoted the Zeolite product to use uh, for detoxification, and there's some other things. And then I want uh, we'll get into that in a second, but I want people to know that Kate is also facing enormous um, legal fees, okay? And I'll let her tell you about that. But she, I think you said you had a goal of um, about 71,000 pounds, something like that. Yeah. And so far, look at here, guys, like within, what, a week, um, people have donated almost 50,000 pounds. So you're very close to getting your goal. And it's not only for your case, but you're going to bring two cases in offense against um, somebody, uh, I'm, you want to tell people a little bit about that, and then let's get into this, what, what people should take on their trip when they go for their travels uh, for good health. Yeah, first of all, I have to get to 50,000, or they'll take the whole lot back. The court case will be a minimum of 70. That's for my six criminal charges for um, participating, and they said I've organized rallies. Uh, it's all complete rubbish, but also it's not against the law. It's our inalienable human rights. Um, second, uh, they are sitting in Parliament on the 19th where they discuss uh, what they're going to do next. And they won't relax all these measures because if they do, they can't use the emergency legislation to use this unlicensed, uninsured, untested injection. Um, they are about to start injecting the children. The children finish school for the 19th of July and then they come back at the end of the summer. And so there's such a small window before they start injecting the kids en masse. They're talking about doing one that is like a... You inhale it. I think maybe something like the the flu shot that's up the nose. I mean, this is is just for me. It makes me want to weep that they're going to do this to the children when we have already in this country over a million adverse events. Uh, you get less than five ten percent reported at MHRA, the yellow card reporting system in the UK. Of those, there'd be under one percent that would be from vaccines, and this isn't a vaccine; it's an injection. And um, we've had you know, over nine and a half thousand acute cardiac incidents, over 1500 deaths now. And they're going ahead. This is unprecedented. It would have never, ever, ever have continued like this. And yet they're going to do the children. And once it's in there, it's in there. You can't reverse this. Um, It's a bioweapon. And then, you know, this is what we're going to fight. We're going to launch something um, with me at the front against the government trying to protect the children. Now, I also am being investigated as to whether they're going to put me on a disclosure and barring list 
being a danger to children and vulnerable adults because of my COVID-19 and anti-vax status. And what that has, the implications of that, it's really dangerous for me. The Metropolitan Police have already printed my address. But by putting me on that list, it means they can arrest me. Um, I can be put in jail. We've got new laws. You can be in jail for nine months before you face trial. But going back, we've just had the second reading's been passed. Uh Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, I can hear you. The second reading, but they're now... um, it's going to the ascending monarch where the new police and crimes bill, you can be placed in prison for protesting on your own for a year. If you protest as part of a group, it's 10 years in prison. And this is, this is communism right here, right now. So we have a very small window of opportunity here. And Sage is already saying that they're going to open everything up, but Sage is saying it'll only be a few weeks because of variants and everyone's going to be locked up. And this will be a lockup forever. So, um, this is what my court cases are about um, that we're going to do and uh, I know that it's putting me at great risk um, personal risk for my life I've had death threats but it's kind of a do or die I, I, I can see what they're doing and I've listened to a couple of your shows um, this graphene oxide which is in these injections these it, it's horrific and we have to all act now. And I've kind of started, so I'll finish, and I may as well. Uh, I'm not even sure why Lee hangs out with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what did but, you think? I sent you Dr. Jane Ruby from yesterday. What did you think about what she had to say? Fantastic. Amazing. And uh, hopefully I'm going to connect with her. Um, uh, you know, England, the heritage of England and how everything that Boris Johnson talked about, um, what, the whole five, uh, what the whole network is and how we lead in the technology – and just to, just to point out here, Winston Churchill loved technocracy. He was up for all of it. He wanted all of it to push ahead. So this, this guy is just another one of the gangsters, just a different time in history. Um, so look, I know you've only got a few minutes. I just want to say, if you do travel, folks, uh, and um, you should always take a first aid kit lots of dressings, bandages, something to clean your wound with, take some iodine, but you should take with you colloidal silver and a spray bottle. Colloidal silver, you can drink it for sickness and diarrhea. You can put it on wounds. It's fantastic. 10 parts per million, 30 parts per million, but it has another spectacular use. If you get sunburn, because it's used in all burns dressings and it was in pharmacopoeia uh, before the opiates and a lot of pharmaceutical drugs came in, colloidal silver, um, it's, it's to stop. It's antibacterial, antimicrobial, antifungal, antiseptic. So you can also spray it on a burn and within 20 minutes, the burn will go. So it's fantastic to have. Um, and that's where the saying came from, born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Um, children who were from very affluent families were given a silver spoon to suck on as children because they understood the benefits of silver. Um, take your... Um, Take your diarolite with you in case you get sickness and diarrhea. It's got all the uh, uh, U's and E's in it, all of your electrolytes, so that you won't feel the effects of being dehydrated. If you get diarrhea and sickness, just drink fluids. If your child gets uh, diarrhea and sickness, you should just feed them through it because they will still retain a certain amount of the fluid. Suck ice lollies because you'll have a little bit of fluid in your stomach. And um, also... um, Uh, You could get some apple cider vinegar everywhere you go because when us Brits, when we go to hot countries, our stomach acidity drops a little bit. So that's why we're more susceptible to a lot of the the bacterial infections and food poisoning. So just 15 mils in a glass of water, 200 mils, 20 minutes before your meals, unless you've got um, stomach ulcers or ulcers in your esophagus. 
And also remember to avoid shellfish. Actually, I think it does tell us in the Bible not to eat that. Yeah. 80% of people that eat shellfish will get food poisoning. In. And if you're drinking alcohol with shellfish, you can have quite a profound effect and a lot of um, stomach spasms uh, with it. So these uh, always take iodine with you. You can put iodine on wounds. Um, and remember, if you're staying in certain places, they don't always follow the same safety regulations that we have at home for carbon monoxide poisoning. People never remember this. So whenever I go abroad, I take a little carbon monoxide um, monitor with me and I pop it in the apartment where I'm staying. You never remember that one. <laughs> well, that yeah, th- these are great things. Now, I've been using, and I, I, t- I told the audience my mom had been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Oh, chlorine dioxide. Yeah, chlorine, <laughs> chlorine dioxide is, is one thing. That's a cheap thing you can throw in your bag. Uh, and use it in all your water. That's what, I mean, don't use it just when you're feeling bad. Put a couple of uh, drops, or if you've got, uh, like we do, a, um, a water filter, water filtration system there you can uh, you know you can add like 20 drops in the into three and a half gallons or something and we do it sort of preventatively uh, for everybody when they're having water and then the other thing is this is uh zeolite product that i've got from where your place is the good inside and uh you know using that for detoxification as well is there anything else that people i mean i the first aid kit some people would think of but i got to tell you when we when we went on a trip we don't take anything like that. We, we just take clothes or, you know, toothbrushes and stuff like that. We're not thinking about, are we going to incur something? Because usually when we travel, we're traveling to a family house. So they're probably going to have whatever we need there. Yeah. Uh, but well, there well hotels you don't. So it's always good to take plasters, something to clean your wound. Take a sling. Always take a sling. Um, take bandages because that's going to stop you having to go to seek medical attention. It's going to cost you a lot of money, basically. And it will cost you a lot of money. And... Um, the first thing they always do is, is you know, everyone, all the tourists get bunged on antibiotics. But like you say, chlorine dioxide and colloidal silver, you can get a liter bottle of water, put 10 drops of, of each in it, a little bit of, and just, you know, drink it in three, three lots throughout the day. You taught me that one, Tim. Um, but um, I, I think it's really important that you, um, you take you take a first aid kit and you take iodine, colloidal silver. You can use colloidal silver on everything. You can clean a wound with it. Like I say, you can drink it for sickness and diarrhea. You can spray it on burns. But pretty much um, everything else, People, some people will always take a covering dose of antibiotics. Um, and I know this is a Christian radio show, but I just want to put this out there because my first job was in a gynecology ward. Uh, in, in Glasgow, in Scotland, and always after the Christmas holidays and always several months after the summer holidays, um, there would be a huge spike in unwanted pregnancies. And I'm pro-life now, I'm anti-abortion, but my first job um, was in a ward where we would do five to 15 terminations a day. And whether I ab- believe in it and agree with it or, or don't agree with it, doesn't mean everyone else is. So don't be in that position. So a lot of young girls going on holiday, they're taking the birth control pill. They get sickness and diarrhea and or with their partners, you know, even married couples. So you should always take your barrier contraception with you as well. And people forget about that as well. So let's let's assume someone's just looked around when I said barrier contraception. Oh, but, um, you know, even if you're a married couple, you should think about this oral contraception. I don't agree with oral contraception either. It's really toxic. And ultimately, you're going to get into uh, into problems later as a woman. It messes up your entire hormone system. But um, um, 
but you have to think about these things when you're going to these countries because the last thing you want to be doing is running around a foreign country and then having to pay a lot of money or having to find medical help for very simple things and and that's ultimately what happens but uh my last word on that is why do you want to grow go abroad anyway when we have this fabulous country <laughs> um to have a look round and why would you put yourself through these ridiculous um guidelines and rules Amen. of endless tests you cannot even use the nhs test when you're going abroad no they make you buy the same test privately so some gangsters getting rich on it then you have to do all these tests when you come back um they're making people go and pay these hotels isolation places 1700 pounds i think it is for a week they're having to pay all that and then you have these truck and trace people coming to your door yep. but of course if you don't answer your door they can't come in they can't check who you are. So why would you want to do all of these things and go abroad? Why would you even comply with this nonsense? Yeah. Don't do it. Hit, hit these travel companies right where it's going to hit them in the park, in, in the pocket. Hit them in the wallet. Because that's normally what makes people act when it starts costing them money. Don't, don't give in to these things. Yeah, well, and let me let me add something because you were talking about contraceptions and stuff. And this is I'm going to give the biblical thing for that. The Bible tells us, you know, when uh, when when Jacob had his wife, uh, Rachel, come to him, and she says, give me children because she saw her sister, you know, having children. And he goes, look, God opens and closes the womb, folks. We, we don't manipulate that. God Amen does that. To that. He opens and closes the womb. The Bible tells us that they, that children are a heritage from the Lord. We read Psalm 127, 128. As soon as our kids were born, literally, they still have the umbilical cord attached. And we're reading that to them to let them know that they are a heritage. They are a reward, a gift from God. And uh, we're to trust him with that. We really are. And the idea of trying to control the births. Uh, or, of, of children, the growth of our families, it, it flies in the face of what Scripture says because Scripture talks about the man is blessed who has his quiver full of these mighty arrows, these these children that God gives. So we should desire that that God give us children, not sit here and try to stifle that. Kate, we got about thirty seconds here. Um, do you got a final word that you want to pitch out to the people? Yeah, I just want to let everyone know that the nuns at Tyburn who've been so brave, they were praying last week because we had the final hearing in the courts to do term, up to term abortions. And that's been halted in the courts and all of the nuns were praying. So thank you to the nuns of Tyburn. Um, uh, yeah, and, and I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I've got four children, but the point is we're right in Satan's picnic at the moment. Yep. And uh, there's... The unborn child is so at risk here, and mm. uh, it is horrific. Tyranny is afoot yep. massively, and um, Kate, thank hang- you to everyone who's supporting me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sunsalivarymedia.com. You want links you? to all of the stuff that we're talking about, the zeolite, the chlorine dioxide stuff, it'll be in the description and on the archive. See ya.